The following podcast is sponsored by the Hood College Bookstore. Most of us think of the bookstore as just a place to buy or rent books. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. The Hood College Bookstore is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The bookstore has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a hood college leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The bookstore has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College Bookstore has you covered for all your gifts, school, snack, and clothing needs. So the next time you are in wit, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Cameron Day, and the name of this podcast, Today's Take, and receive 10% off your purchase. Everything that is except books. But listen to the show first. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Today's Take. I'm here with my friend, Mr. Grooney of the James. Hello, everybody. We have a great week of sports that just happened. Great week. Great Great week. College football was phenomenal this week. NFL football was phenomenal. It was a good week. It was a very good week, especially for a fellow Packers fan. Go Pack Go, baby. How about them boys? Man. How about them boys? I'll tell you what, um, Mason Sawyers and Trent, we were in study hall, and I was like, I'll bet you both a thousand bucks the Cowboys lose to Aaron Rodgers. They were too scared to bet, but they were like, you know, you're stupid. The Packers suck. I would have won 2,000 last night. Should have won 2,000. But I'll tell you what. All right, so we're going to start off with the Week 10 NFL scores. All righty. Oh, wait, I have, our, I have our picks. Oh, 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 pull them up. Pull them up. I forgot we had our picks too. Or was that for week nine we had our picks? Oh, yeah. We're, we got oh, okay, picks. we got it. All right. So who won the Falcons game? Panthers. Yeah, we both picked Falcons. Own one. <laughs> and then didn't the Buccaneers win? Yeah, we're own two. Both of us are own two. <laughs> All right. So Panthers beat the Falcons twenty-five fifteen. Buccaneers beat the Seahawks twenty-one sixteen. Did you see uh, Tom Brady eat it? <laughs> that was so funny. That was so funny. Uh, Leonard Fournette to Tom Brady ate it. Oh, dude, we're going to start off 0-3. The Bears lost, right? Lions, Bears, 31-30, Lions. <laughs> then we're having a rough time. Dolphins. The Dolphins won 39-14. We're 1-3. Okay. Mm-hmm. Titans beat the Broncos 17-10. We're 2-3. Oh, we both got the Bills wrong. Yeah, Vikings beat the Bills. Well, no, on. I picked the Vikings. Did you? I picked the Vikings in, uh, my, in my spread. Uh, wait, I'm talking about right here. Oh, here now, but in my spread, I picked the Vikings, uh, so I think that should count for No, me. no, no. All right, so we're both two and four. And Giants beat the Texans. Three and four. The Chiefs beat the Jaguars. Back to even, four and four. The Steelers beat the Saints. I picked Steelers and you picked Saints, so oh. I'm five and four and you're four and five. The Colts beat the Raiders. And you picked the Raiders, too. So I got the Colts. Nah. Yeah, you did. I got the Colts, so Are I'm you six for- and four, you're four and six. Oh, man. The Cardinals beat the Rams. I got that one right, too. And you picked the Rams. <laughs> so I'm 7 to 4. <laughs> I'm not even counting mine. We and picked the, the Packers. Yeah, the Packers won. 8 and 4 for me. 49ers won. 9 and 4. And then Eagles tonight. And then, the, yeah, Eagles tonight. Damn, I had a good week that basically. You had a shit week. 
Hey, man. You're four and nine. Hey, man. Hey, man. All right. So I want to talk about the craziest game I've seen in a while is the Vikings Bills. Oh, my goodness. What a game. So game of the year. QB sneak at the one yard line. Kirk Cousins, not very athletic. Can't get it <laughs> over the goal line. All right. Yep. And then you think the Bills win. All they got to do is get out of the end zone a little bit and boom. Josh Allen doesn't even get the snap. Yep. The Vikings recover. Touchdown Vikings. Mm-hmm. Insanity breaks loose. Then they drive down the field. They throw a pass to Gabe Davis, which wasn't yep. even a catch. The uh-huh. officials said they should have stopped the game, so mm-hmm. they apologized. First of all, I hate when they do that. Like, yeah. no, don't apologize after the game. It makes the matter worse. Yeah, like nobody likes your apology. Yeah, no, you made a mistake. It's, yeah, okay, the, you should have stopped the game there. Gabe Davis, eh. I no know. catch. Yeah, no. It was. A, it almost was a really good catch, but it wasn't because he didn't obtain possession mm-hmm. to throughout the ground. Yeah, see, I had my fantasy, so I was hoping and whatever. But he did score a touchdown for me, so I will take that. And then you, they drive down the field, get a tie game, go to overtime. Josh Allen throws a pick to lose it for the. Josh Allen throws a pick to lose it for the Bills. Yes, four red zone picks in the past two weeks for Josh Allen. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Two came against the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, yeah, let's go Jets. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, kids. So, <laughs> well, Josh Allen's losing his MVP front runner to no other than Lamar right now, don't you think? Yeah, Lamar put up uh, impressive uh, 27 to 10 against Do you the Saints. Do you want to hear this trade? I just got a fantasy. Oh, you told me. Somebody you, traded me Lamar. Lamar. Hold on. I think I have oh, good memory. I got to... Yeah. Lamar... Someone else and someone else, and the only thing you gave up was Derrick Henry. I gave up Derrick Henry and Terry McLaurin. Yeah, and uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, but I got back. I got Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews. Oh yeah, Mark. And George Pickens for Derrick Henry, Terry McLaurin, and Justin Herbert. Which, when you look at it, George Pickens, is the wide receiver one now in Pittsburgh, basically. Yeah, and I have him in my other league, and he had the touchdown. He got me fourteen points, which yeah. is pretty good. Derrick Henry only got me eight this week, and because everybody's league. catching on to what Tennessee's doing. Yeah, so the fact that. He sent that trade. I did accept. It's not like a stupid trade. I just think like if I can have Lamar Jackson, I'd rather have him than Justin Herbert right now. Yeah, I and agree. My tight end. Herbert looked good last night. Finally, yeah, he did. He finally looked. But better. my tight end room is awful. I have Robert Robert Tonian, and he's bad. So. Oh. All right, we're gonna go to college football because I'm excited to talk about college oh, football right college now. Football. All right, we had the last episode I had. Before we left, number one, Tennessee versus number three, Georgia. And I Mm -hmm. said on the air right here, Tennessee had to go in there and put up a fight. And they did not even look like a cat was scratching. Dude, it was was awful. It was awful. You're telling me you're the highest scoring team in the nation and you don't score a touchdown until you get into the fourth quarter with four minutes left, Mm -hmm. let alone your Heisman quote unquote quarterback throws for 195 yards and two picks, two or one picks. Either way, he threw more picks than touchdowns because he didn't throw a touchdown. I mean, and it was straight up. If you watch the game, Georgia went man to man because they do the Tennessee does the whole like spread out offense and Georgia went man to man the whole game and got, Pummeled. That's you know, it's Roll just dogs. It's just something like that. Is like Tennessee's having a free, like a once in a lifetime season for them, and then and they you play, count a roof. They play a S H I T T Y Alabama team this year. Yeah, the, Alabama isn't bad, but they're bad for Alabama. for Alabama. They're for bad. Alabama yes. Um. So, and that game, like, it was a great game, but it really wasn't that great. 
The amount of penalties in that game was unbelievable. And then it was uh, a once in a lifetime game for Tennessee. Oh, and this 100%. was like it, the reason why they beat them is because this is probably the worst Alabama team we've seen in 15 years. It really is. Like, yeah. They're ranked 10th right now. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah. But uh, wait, that was last week. Now, Tennessee did get kicked out of the top four, like I said they yeah. were. And the new top four was at number one, Georgia, obviously. Mm-hmm. Number two was Ohio State. OH. Ohio State, which, by the way, everybody who was saying the weather didn't have a factor, look at Ohio State oh my this past week. Gosh. Yeah, exactly. Domination. Number oh, three. See, wait, who was the receiver that got his. Oh, receiver? that was cool. Caleb, uh, I think it was Bags. K- uh, Bogs. K- K- uh, cab or something. Cabs. It's like abs. <laughs> that's what Dab or something. Well, he anyways, four, four, five star, he had like four ACL surgeries, tours ACL four different times. Yeah, and he was a five star. And I was watching an interview. He was mm-hmm. like, it went from me like thinking I was going to be a top receiver in a draft to just wanting to be on the field and make one catch at Ohio State. Yeah, because he was like a huge recruit. And I honestly, and you hate you gotta to give him, like, dude. And the thing is, is like past two years, I've gone through two surgeries and like mm-hmm. mentally draining. How mentally draining that is, let alone. I could not imagine going through four injuries on the same knee. Dude, like, that, and ACL tears are unbelievably hard to recover from. Yeah, it's at least a year. And whenever he, and let alone to get a touchdown, and every he had tears in his eyes, I was watching it, and uh, his whole team ran to him. It was just like celebrating mm-hmm. with him. It was a cool moment. It was just, awesome it kind of brought you back like to what like the sport was really about. Yeah. And like kind of that brotherhood feel, because like everybody on that field literally didn't care that it was 59 to whatever. They accepted, so, they yeah. let him accept his moment too. Yeah, that you was see cool. that celebration, they let him have his moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking though of college football, the news today. University of Virginia. Oh, rest yeah. In peace rest in three peace. young men. I um, read that it was actually a Virginia football football player that did it. Yeah, former one. I mean, rest in peace to Lavelle Davis Jr., Devin Chandler, and Deshaun Perry. Yeah. RIP and thoughts and prayers go out to the families. Really? And the really university, awful. obviously. Mm-hmm. And the really, really awful thing that happened today. It was kind of like, it's just one of those things where you read it and like, it's kind of getting like, now in America, like, you, I follow like World Star. You know how like whenever something happens, they post the like breaking thing. Yeah, like it seems like every day every you day see something breaking. with a shooting. Yeah, it really is. It really does, and like it kind of reminds me of like whenever I hear like Virginia, the first thing I think of is like the Virginia Tech massacre, mm-hmm. which is like terrible. Yeah, but like it seems like every day I, you see just like something awful, something happened. awful with like shootings going on. And so, but yeah, so hopefully we stop all that because that's just sad news. And obviously, like, there's so much going on and, like, obviously them being uh, with Virginia football Mm -hmm. and not even getting to live out there, like... They were all. They were just juniors in yeah, college. They, they, they had a whole life ahead of them. That's what I'm saying. That's just like it's crazy to think about. And thoughts and prayers go out to the family, colleges, mm-hmm. friends, everything. Um, but so number four this week, TCU. Mm-hmm. They made number it in. Four. They made it in. Yep. Huge game against Texas. Against Texas in yep. Texas, mm-hmm. and they shut Texas down. That game, I, I remember I was watching that game with my friend, and we kept, we were just watching, like, we were, as we were watching, Quinn Irwin started the game 0 for 7 with an interception, and then yeah. was 1 for 8 with 2 yards. And it was just like, Quinn Irwin's, I mean, 
there were two really bad drops yeah. on his receivers. But regardless, his interception was actually awful. He threw he had wide open receiver for five yards and decided to throw a bomb under through it and it was the easiest interception of that guy's career. Oh, he just I stood know. there and picked it off. Is that what I watched? It was a defensive showdown, and what broke the game open was Texas had a defensive miscue where mm-hmm. they let the – I think he's the number two receiver in the country right now on the draft board uh, go, and he broke for a touchdown wide open end zone. That broke the game open. Yeah. TCU, I mean, Big 12 is never known because if you look at, like, Oklahoma and all of that, like mm-hmm. whenever they make the playoffs, they're known yeah. for their power offense, and they have a good offense, but their defense is what really – which good. you don't see that in the Big 12. Yeah. And so, you know, maybe that is the reason why TCU's like winning such close games because their defense is able to stop them. And I mean, they're yeah. like, they're in my top four. They're proving everybody wrong right oh, yeah, now. They are. Until they lose, you're in my top four to me. Yeah. And it's, it's hard not to root for a team like that. I agree. And the interesting thing is also is the committee's like, well, if Michigan, Ohio State, if they have the game, which everybody thinks they are, you can't kick one of them out. No, they're, they're because both, yeah. they, were, I, they were speaking like, okay, well, then you got to kick one of them out and maybe put Tennessee in if Tennessee played a close game against Georgia, but they, but didn't. they didn't. So if it's a close game with Michigan or USC, I mean, not Michigan or USC, uh, Ohio State, yeah, yeah. you got to put both of them in. But also at the end of the day, if USC goes and wins the Pac-12 commandingly, they might yeah. get in. Yeah, exactly. It's say say Ohio State beats Michigan by two touchdowns and USC wipes the floor. Why would they not be in? Well, here's you know? the breaking topic. Or vice versa. LSU, they're talking about may get in. If they beat Georgia in the SEC oh, yeah, championship. Yeah, no. There are two losses team, but their two losses came to Tennessee, and this is before they made like big changes uh-huh. in their uh, t- and Tennessee team. and then <laughs> Oh, I forget the other one. I don't know. Oh, first game of the year, Florida State. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. First yeah. game of the year. And ever since then, they look dominant. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like whenever you look at Tennessee's schedule, you're like, okay, their big win was against Alabama, but Alabama's not good this year. Yeah. For Alabama. For Alabama they almost had three losses. And even yeah, four know. losses, if you think about it, to Texas. The yeah. one point win to Texas, if Ewers doesn't get hurt, maybe they win that. Yeah. And then last week against this week against Ole Miss they only won by seven it's just, it's just, it's just not a sloppy. dominant team right now and that's what I mean like with that's why my like draft board and all that stuff Bryce Young should not he should stay another year they'd be dominant next year they would be so good and then he would get better because the thing is is like people are like man Alabama sucks this year but Alabama has lost by three points to Tennessee and Tennessee with 19 penalties yeah they lost to LSU in LSU by one point. One point. And it's so two. Everything else they've won, so they're in the games, and it's Alabama at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. And Nick Saban's not just going to fold. No. I saw something where it was like, "Is the Nick Saban era almost done?" Like, come on, no, dude. it's not. Come on, man. He's so done. He's the Bill Belichick of the yeah. college football. Yeah. And so the TCU game was good. The best game I saw was has to be Washington Oregon. I. Me and my, yeah, that was my favorite game of the weekend. Washington, such Oregon, a good game. and it's so sad because Bo Nix gets so much hate for no reason. He was he made the so dumb. The one throw he made where he got hit by like three guys, and insane. Like, and the throw dumb. he made on the run, the one he made on the run was, I don't know. I remember watching it live and being like, my jaw dropped. I was like, there's no way Bo picks, which was his nickname at Auburn. At Auburn, he threw yeah. So many interceptions just made that throw because honestly. Bo Nix, I know Oregon was coming up. I never really followed him, 
Like this year, I've been, yeah. I've been keep thinking, oh, it's Bo Picks. Who cares? And that was their only bad loss. Like it wasn't even a bad loss because uh, Washington's really not bad. But the thing yeah. is, their only loss before that was to Georgia on the first game of the yeah. year. Yeah. And the thing about that game was Michael Penix Jr., who's the quarterback for Washington, was at Indiana, which he like honestly, I thought it was a dumb decision, but he's proven me no, wrong. No, he is because that win. Like they almost lost because because of him, but they won because of him because he threw he threw some of the, the two of the most impressive footballs I've ever seen in my entire life. I think both of his throws, I, well, one of his throws was definitely better than both of Bo Nix's throws, but they both quarterbacks had two throws each that were just like NFL Pat Mahomes level throws. Michael Penix threw across across the field on the other hash to the sideline through a forty five yard laser to this receiver for a 60-yard touchdown. And the throw was just unbelievable. And then he made a throw when the guy blitzed, and as he got hit, he released the ball just like Bo Nix and threw a perfect 50-yard bomb right down the middle for a touchdown. I mean, are we going to talk about the Marvin Harrison Jr. catch? Oh, that catch was also unbelievable. My meniscus tour watching that like, i don't know how he the the body stability okay and the thing takes. is is i thought he was his dad was bigger than him i didn't realize marvin harrison six four nice big dude i thought he big was smaller dude. yeah i thought because on dad, tv he looks kind of smaller yeah, but, yeah but like he's big well I th- his, his dad, dad played was, at syracuse i'm yeah. pretty sure yeah mm-hmm. but he was his dad how big was marvin harrison apparently senior? his dad was, like was small four. they were talking about it because i got it switched up i thought marvin harrison no, jr yeah, was I, smaller than his dad in the ca i always knew marvin harrison like senior was smaller as a white i knew he was before. shifty yeah yeah see he was uh marvin harrison is six foot 179 so he's not a small guy obviously but marvin harrison jr is as six four and I don't even know. It's um. So I, have I told you my theory? What? My uh my Colts six theory? four two o five six four two o five. Damn, that's a big dude. It is a big. That's dude. one inch taller than me and ten pounds less than me. And he moves like that. Yeah, no, that's unbelievable. He must be doing his yoga. I'll tell you. Oh, hundred percent. He should be doing. Yeah, I was gonna say something really weird there. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, anyway, oh, what's it called? Do you hear, I told you my theory, I think, by my Indianapolis Colts theory. No. So my theory is the Colts next year will draft Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> and obviously, you know, his dad played. Oh, him. then Arch Manning? And then Arch Manning two years later. I you said that. Arch Manning two years later, the Colts are going to draft them. Yeah. And they're going to reconnect the Manning-Harrison connection. Funny and thing. the Colts will win the Super Bowl. Shout out to Kirk Day, my father. We used to play Madden, okay? Okay. On PS2. Oh, and yeah, those were the good days. I would just play as the Colts. And this is whenever Madden was just like BS, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just throw it up to Marvin Harrison <laughs> and it's every time. And he quit. He he like he stopped playing with me. Yeah. Like forever. Because <laughs> he got so pissed off. Because I would just throw it up. It'd be like triple coverage and he'd just come down with it. Dude, was that Madden 05, Madden 06 era? Dude, it was something that, amazing. That's, yeah, like that's I was, was playing the Tiger Woods PGA Tour on that. Dude, yeah, dude that's when life was good. The P the PS two the best games. Since we're on PlayStation, funny story as well. Um, one year for Christmas, when the PS three came out. Okay, yeah. I was so into Nerf guns then. You remember the Nerf gun? Like it was the like craze. the LMG. Oh my god! Okay, so yeah. I was so into Nerf guns. Listen to this. 
I said I wanted that, and my parents were like, you don't want a PlayStation 3? I was like, no, I want the Nerf gun. Because we get one big gift. Yeah, yeah. And then everything else, obviously, is small. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I opened up my my PlayStation 3 was connected to the TV and ready for me to play. And I was upset on Christmas morning because I didn't get the Nerf gun. But then I'm sitting there playing the PS3, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. But, like, I was, like, upset for a little bit because I didn't get the my Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that Christmas. That's that and if my mother's listening, which I know she is, remember what, the hoverboards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's a story. I, I remember the hoverboards. You remember how they started, like, quote unquote, exploding or whatever? Yeah. Okay. All I wanted that Christmas was a hoverboard because everybody got a hoverboard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my dad says something to me. He's like, we, we got the hoverboard, but mom's taking it back. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, what? What the heck? Why? Like, mm-hmm. And he was like, she doesn't want to explode in the house. So I go Christmas morning. They got me. I mean, it's really cool now. Like, obviously, like, I realized how dumb a hoverboard was or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's a mini projector. And I had it in my room. And, like, I could watch, like, TV on it. Oh, and it was cool. a mini projector. But it was huge, too. Yeah. And so I woke up Christmas morning. I was pissed off. <laughs> pissed. I mean, pissed. Okay? I didn't get my hoverboard. I knew it was in a closet somewhere. My hoverboard's in the house. And go to christmas like with family i'm pissed i'm outside with my dad and my dad gets so pissed off at me kind of he's like i'll buy you the damn hoverboard and i was yeah. like and he was, i was like no you're not and he didn't but i wanted it so bad all my friends around the neighborhood are right riding by my house and hoverboards yeah. and obviously like now it doesn't mean anything yeah but i was just so fun. upset and yeah, now looking about like how like stupid i was for that yeah and like i got a gift that like actually like is usual it's nowadays it's actually yeah. fun yeah i, I yeah i, you I have know any, what you mean though. you have any funny christmas stories uh my okay uh i'm trying to think of like what year this was so i am a bit i'm really into lego so i was really into lego dude everybody kid. was oh, i yeah. built the millennium falcon one year yeah oh this is where not my the big is big one yeah no yeah. actually this is about the millennium falcon oh size. yes so it's christmas morning don't know what year i get the millennium falcon and lego right i was that's what i wanted i was, yeah. I was so excited and it was awesome but i also got an x-wing so so oh. i got the actually it's a rare lego set it's right. a 2003 like swamp x-wing my dad bought it when the year that i was born and saved it and it's like an actual rare lego set now so it's pretty cool but anyway so I had both them, and those, that was I was so excited. So I built the, the things. I'm playing like oh, I'm yeah. and all that stuff, whatever. But then my sister is like, "This was an awful day." My sister's like, "Let me hold it." I'm like, "No, oh, you're gonna drop it. it." I was like, "No, you're gonna drop it." This is about the X wing, and she's like, "No, I'm not." And then I was like, "Dad, really? no." She's like, "Let her hold it." She picks it up and she drops it on purpose, and it shatters on everywhere. purpose. She dropped it on purpose. She was like. Yeah, I wasn't going to drop it, but after you said I was, I did. And my dad got pissed at her, but I would cry. I started crying. I was so yeah, upset. dude. But then as I was crying, I went to go, like, run to my room, and I stepped on the Millennium Falcon because I, oh, I, I put my. it on the ground, like, oh, as I was playing, and I broke is it. Is this Christmas Day? This is all on Christmas Day. Oh, my god. So gosh. I built both the sets. They both broke on the same day because my mistake and my sister dropped them. Dude, no one's going to talk about how, like, time-consuming and smart it was for Legos. Like, my mom could just sit me down whenever I was a kid. Oh, my God, yeah. Dude, I was so, like, I felt like I was, like, a dad on Sunday going to Home Depot. Yeah, that was it? Yeah. 
that I was no so worry in the world, Legos. no worry in the world at all. I kept building a fort in my room or something, making Legos. Oh, it was so much fun, making playing games. And now we're here talking on a podcast about Legos, about Legos, and how we wish our lives were about Legos. Yeah, yeah. No, Legos were the best in that. Um, so awesome. Do you remember speaking about fun Christmas stuff? You remember the. I forget what they're called. The guitar. Oh, paper jams. No. What the hell is a what? paper jam? Wait, what's it's a paper like jam? A, it's like a guitar and like it plays like oh, with the it? batteries in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. My sister had one. Dude, I, so we had, we had a family Christmas in New Jersey and our whole family was there. Okay. I get a paper jam and I'm rocking out the whole day. <laughs> I mean, rocking out the whole day. And my uncle. Yeah. He went and bought me headphones because he was so like annoyed because <laughs> be I'm just bah, 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 bah. and then he That's so he awesome. was like Cameron I bought you headphones and I was like what he was like put these on and plug it in I was like well then how's everybody gonna hear me play <laughs> and, That's awesome I was so pissed off because I thought I was like so Shredding. cool just bah, bah, bah. it was electric guitar I was dude like being a kid. Phew, Top top experience there. My yeah. sister had the the Maroon Five one where it had the song like Oh yeah yeah yeah. We're gonna get copyrighted. Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't copyright us, please. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make a living off this. Very true. But no, that was that that's the one that my sister had. Dude, Very I'm telling you, like, there's nothing that beat Christmas morning as a kid. No, there really wasn't. And it's still it's still nice waking up with my with yeah, my but it's so much more fun waking up when there's snow. Yeah, my goodness, it just makes the, the mood last, better. When's the last time? I don't know. Like being back in Long on Long Island, I don't remember the last time we had a white Christmas. I think it was like three years ago. Yeah, there's nothing better than that. A white Christmas is always good. Oh, it's just a nice feeling. You don't have to do anything for the most part. All right, I'm gonna get to a topic, which me and you enjoy this topic a lot. His name's Jeremy Pena. <laughs> Ooh, Pena. I love Pena. He's yoked. Have you seen him? Without a shirt on, though. <laughs> He's yoked. Is he really? Oh, my gosh. I saw yeah. him working at Canes. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Okay, so let's see. Jeremy Pena as a rookie. Won a gold glove. Which, first of all, I didn't know this. First shortstop rookie. Well, I knew that. But did you know, like, whenever you win gold glove, you get the gold patch on your glove forever. Do you really? I Every time either. you get a custom glove from Rawlings, they put the gold. The only people that can get the gold Rawlings is gold glove winners. Wow. Yeah. So whenever you win it one time, you can get it forever. Wow. Which I didn't know. And that's why apparently you'll see people, they say like whenever they make a good play, they'll point at their gold and everybody will be like, yeah, that's why he has gold. Yada, yada, yada. That's actually really cool. Look at this. Holy crap. Yeah. Pena's <laughs> jacked. No, he is. He's built like a bodybuilder. Yeah. Wow. And so Pena wins gold glove as a rookie. ALCS MVP, bam, rookie. And World wow. Series MVP as a rookie. That's phenomenal. Dude. I mean, what a better year. I know. And like, so in my, uh, this is a little preview to my, to my episode six. Like we talked, like I talked about last time. I'm doing, oh yeah. Uh, doing like prospects. Thing. You're going to, I'm going to get all statistical. The Grooney show is going to start doing prospects analysis i'm gonna get very statistical we're not right now but on that episode but jeremy Pena had like a the most average rookie year ever like in the regular season and like i mean there's projections where he'll be better yeah it just makes it so much better that in the postseason he just literally became like derrick jeter in the postseason yeah it was awesome all year obviously his defense was oh his defense was amazing but he like he was hitting like a rookie and then all of a sudden he comes on the big stage and it's like oh the big stage turned me up 
No, it's sick. Like that's talking you about Jordan Alvarez, oh that ball God. he hit. Oh my! God. I was watching with my friend uh, Brooks back from home, mm-hmm. and he hit it, and my friend went, "Oh my God!" And <laughs> and I just turned and looked. I was like, "Oh!" And it, when, oh my when, God! When it cleared the um, what's batter's eye? I was like. Oh my God! So Cooney and I were watching the game in the room, and he was like on his phone. He wasn't paying that much attention. And I go, "Oh, Wheeler's out." And he goes, "Bad decision." And I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "They reminded put, me of the Cashman album. decision with uh, Blake Snell." Blake Snell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then, uh, yeah, that, that was literally what it was. And then uh, freaking, they put in Alvarado, and I go, "I'm like, they put in Alvarado," and he's like. Is an Alvarado good? I'm like, yeah, but Jordan hits lefties better than any lefty in the entire yeah. league. And Alvar- and he's seen Alvarado all the time. And then Cooney was just like, yeah, it's a bad move. He's going to go yard here. Cooney literally called the shot. And then after the yard first pitch. was an understatement. That literally, no. if they oh were wearing the Space City uniforms, that's where that ball went. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. That shit. Gosh. <laughs> Sorry. What's with your language I today? I don't know. I never do this. I'm, this is the first time this ever happened. Man. Well, all I know is that ball has not landed yet. No. I saw a TikToker. He's like an Astros fan. And he was like cheering on the World Series. And somebody threw a ball at his back. He's like, and he was drunk off his ass. He goes, oh, it's your dunce ball. <laughs> just picked it up. Oh, oh, oh Obviously, it wasn't his ball. It was just a <laughs> random baseball. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, but I mean, Damn, the I'm Astros won the World Series. We kind of predicted that. They were the most complete team in baseball. 100%. It was really cool to see Trey Mancini jump like a little kid after what he's been through his cancer. Yeah. Dusty Baker finally get it. I saw a cool clip uh-huh. of Baker Jasper. before he uh, the final out was even uh, recorded. He yeah. was writing in a scorebook to write it down first and then celebrate it. He didn't even watch the ball. Yep. That was cool. Good for them. That's Chad. just baseball. Your boy Chaz McCormick. Love Chaz got a McCormick. Ring. He accepted my follow request on Instagram. Did this he? Is private. And he accepted well, yeah, my request. He went to Millersville. Yeah, he went to Millersville. He was a D2 guy. Actually, his Instagram is hilarious because he hasn't deleted a picture since he's posted. So, like, he has, like, his. Like, so his he keeps it real. He keeps it real, but I love it. It's so funny the transition from yeah. MLB player to, like, Millersville. Yeah. You see it in his pictures. Like, his pictures are, like, all like his friends just standing like wearing like banana costumes or looking like like literally like uh, frat guys. Yeah. It's so funny. And then he's just Chaz McCormick. I think it's awesome. And you kind of forget that those guys are just like they're us. other they're just people. Yeah. Especially because like I mean we're D three athletes <clears throat> right now, and uh, or so. And then like he's a he was a D two athlete and he's playing on the big stage. But like Millersville is a smaller school like It's just like the same kind of thing. Yeah. And now he's just playing on big stage just because he made it. Yeah. So it's, it's just really cool. That's why I like guys like that. Yeah. That and then the kind of reminds me of like if the the story of the kid from Ohio State, that was a cool story too. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, sports just always has random, just cool stories. And oh, unfortunately yeah. for Mr. Bryce Harper, he still doesn't have a ring. Thing is, Bryce Harper deserves a ring more than he does. More than like. But anybody. man, if he would have just stayed in Washington one more year. Oh, he would have had it. Uh, and it's they would have been do. even better. They would have been better. But then again, would you they think, really have yeah, won? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they would have won. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all butterfly effect. Yeah. I mean, they were like, oh, Harper doesn't want us. Let's go win a ring. And they yeah. weren't even good. Remember at the All-Star break, they, they were, were terrible. They were 19 and 31. Yeah. And well, then, no, not All-Star break, but they started the season 19 and, then, and 31. And like, you get people in the postseason like Howie Kendrick. Howie just, Kendrick. See, I, I will always love Howie Kendrick for postseason like that. 
he actually struck out to send the Mets to the uh, the NLCS in 2015. But then now in 2019, he comes back in his last year. He made it known it was his last year. World Series, almost World Series MVP. Past 2-1 at Strasburg? Yeah. But uh, Howie Kendrick won the NLCS MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, talking about that, let's talk about your boy Edwin Diaz signing a deal. Oh, yeah. Edwin Diaz, five years, $102 million. No trade clause, but there is an opt-out in the third year, right? Yes. Okay, so this is my actual, my genuine thoughts. Okay, my thoughts as a Mets fan, yay. My thoughts as a baseball fan, that's way too much money for a relief pitcher. Uh, but you, here's the thing that you He's don't know. He's making six million more than this. in October. If you don't have a closer, you lose. Very true. But if you're the Mets, you lose anyway. Right. And the Mets are saying they're going to make a name for they themselves need to. now. They need. If they to. get Judge. That'd be insane. So the thing with Judge is, uh, Steve Cohen made it clear that he is not going to go after Aaron Judge as long as Cashman. Uh, uh, as uh, the Yankees do. So if the Yankees pursue Judge like heavy. Yeah. Mets are leaving them, but if the Yankees don't even attempt that judge, Mets are gonna Mets are there. So like he said, it was out of respect for the Yankees. Oh, and, and I'm just thinking, screw that. I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm thinking, screw the Yankees. They screw got 27 them. of those rings. Screw Who them. cares if they screw win? Screw them. Like you should just make send all the money. We're going after Carlos Rodon. We're going after Trey Turner. Obviously, but also I the saw Phillies. That are. Trey Turner wants to play for he the wants Phillies. Wants to play for the Phillies. Yeah, Trey Turner wants to be a Philly. Carlos Rodon uh, is getting pursued by the Phillies. The Mets and the Phillies are the same team with just, just different who's gonna win it like it's literally like the Phillies and Mets are same team obviously they had 20 game difference of record or like a 13 game difference of record it's just about who's lose. hot at what time man exactly but the, I feel like their teams are so similar and will so, Philly make another run like that probably not I just don't think their bullpen will hold up you know you, you see it the Astros have it. the best bullpen in the playoffs that's the, that's what I'm saying the, reason, and why the reason why the Phillies made it that far is why they're hitting and, and then they once the their hitting went down yeah. they couldn't hold up with pitching it was literally like they, Statistically, I think they had the second or third best bullpen in the playoffs, and then they were one of the best teams hitting, and then they stopped hitting, and at the same time, they stopped pitching. You, but the thing is, is you can't expect to get into a pitching duel with the Astros and win. Oh, no, because they're they're just so stacked. And either way, one through nine's loaded, basically. Oh, my God, yeah. If your eight hole is taking Garrett Cole deep, then, yeah, they're pretty loaded. Yeah, you're pretty good. Only, yeah. only weak part, probably Maldonado. Well, no, he's just but also behind his the plate, defense, he's a stud. Well, that's the thing. Like the Astros, when you have hitters like the Astros, where one through six are consistently good hitters, and yes. then seven and eight can manage. Yes, you can sacrifice that nine hole for one of the best defensive catchers in the league because that's how your pitching's so good. He yep. manages the pitchers. Yep. Oh, who cares if he hits? Yeah. He doesn't need to. He hits like two hundred. That's fine. That's totally fine. He could hit by, under the Mendoza line. They wouldn't give a crap as long as his. Wow. As long as his defense is in par. So it's, yeah, that's like Tucker Barnhart. I agree. I mean, um, to wrap up here, we got college basketball coming on. I mean, behind us, we got women's basketball, which. Yeah, we got Tennessee versus Indiana right now. Yeah, um, we got women's basketball going on behind us. We're about to have a watch party on Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Um, so college basketball is coming up. College football is about to come on to the bowl games. Ooh, bowl we got season. NFL football that's slowly creeping up towards the postseason, slowly, but it, we still got seven more weeks about. Well, but before, before, real quick, do you think the Packers are going to become are going to be back after this after this big Cowboys win? I think that was a win to let, that win. Christian Watson got three touchdowns, and that's the game he needed. Alan Lazard looked good. 
Aaron Rodgers looked like he went, the thing is, is we watched it. We watched it once. Aaron Rodgers saw his receivers making catches. Yes. He let the ball loose, and, and then, he was Aaron Rodgers. And Christian Watson. So this could be a g- this could be a year changing game for them. And guess who was against the person who uh, he loves beating the Dallas Cowboys and made it even sweeter. How about them boys made it even sweeter that you know Mike McCarthy came back. He came mm-hmm. in dressed like old time coaches, thinking he was like the shiz, the, the shiz, the shiz, and he came in thinking like, oh, I'm gonna come with a Lambo. Yeah, but he is a terrible game manager, terrible play call. Yeah. everything and above and guess what Aaron Rodgers goes down there he throws out he was throwing out blocks he's hurt oh yeah that block was phenomenal. he's hurt his thumbs hurt but you don't see him out like Prescott yeah. was and you know honestly like looking at it Prescott had many times to close that game out and with as much money as he's getting paid I hate to say it but he's terrible who Prescott? Yes. Well, okay. well, you see those those two picks he threw were really bad, awful. And the thing is, as well, you want like you got to win that game. This is the year. But the Dallas must win. Dallas must win. You're in Lambeau. They're three and six. They're struggling. No. You have quote unquote what your team s- says is the best defense but in you, the league. Yep. And guess what? You had a team called the Green Bay Packers who had offensive struggles the whole year shove it down your throat uh, Aaron Jones uh, did the beast mode on yeah Trayvon right in front of Trayvon Diggs that was awesome they disrespected you yeah and they basically really. showed you we don't care because we know whenever we c- come play Dallas that we're gonna whoop you and it Aaron was Rogers kind of a statement game to think of that. like is Dallas a contender no they're a pretender oh I like that yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, it can be true I mean Michael Parsons will probably win defense play yeah he will and that defense is good bottom line but they don't have a quarterback that can go down if you get yeah. the ball in lambo you got one drive in overtime you get coin flip you got to go down and win the game yeah. or at least put they, up points they literally won the coin toss you got to put up points at least they, they should have went for the field goal yeah but here's the thing mike mccarthy terrible play call yeah it well, wasn't even play calling Callen moore's a play caller but at the end of the day game managing comes down to the head coach and guess who that is mike mccarthy i follow a instagram page named fire mike mccarthy and it's a cowboys yeah i mean if you look at it like i think rogers reason why he stayed in green bay is because the floor because you watched him they were allowed to scream at each other and they just got the plays right and then yeah. they win yeah i mean it's it's true i mean lafleur and i are basically like brothers if you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding but uh it's like stuff like that is like you like to see that you have heated intensity it's but what makes your team good hey yeah they're not hating on each other no. they don't have beef yeah like that's how the media would always portray it yeah no that's what intensity is. Like if you see your manager, that, that's baseball, whenever like, I whenever I looked at the Packers and I was like, yeah, this Packers team is not done for this year. They're not. They're not done yet. They're they have they're to run four the table. And six. They have to run four the table. And six. I don't even. They see that they play the Titans next. The only team they have to beat is the Bears, and to second place, I think they get in as like ten and seven. It's possible easily. If they run the table, they have six losses. If they can run the table and manage one loss, the yeah. rest of the year. They could be a playoff team because yeah. are the Giants really going to keep this up? To, like, all they have know. to do is get in the wild card. Exactly. I mean, and especially you know you're going to win a wild card game if he has to go to Dallas. Oh my! He, he has not lost in Arlington. No, he. Oh, that Jared Cook game or that catch. Oh, amazing. Dude, games like just football games like that are what make the sport great. All right, so baseball's done. Baseball's College done. football is coming up on bowl season. Oh, NFL yeah. season's kicking up, coming up playoffs. Mm-hmm. Basketball season starting. Mm-hmm. This is an episode of today's take i'd like to thank my friend mr grooney james grunfelder over here for joining as always for having me and i'll see you guys next week goodbye